Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now then, you can call it what you want to, but it's thoroughly scriptural. If you are looking at God's Word, and that Word does not depart from before thine eyes, and this has to do with healing because he talks about health and medicine here in this next verse. My words are life unto those that find them, and my words are healing, and they're health, they're medicine to all of their flesh. All right, get the words on healing, get the words on health, get God's word, and look at it. Don't let it depart from before you. Don't look at anything else. Just look at that. You're listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the series God's Medicine by Kenneth E. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's classic message. You forgot about Job. I said, "What do you mean?" Said God made him sick. Why? Well, I said, "Didn't do any such thing." You better read your Bible again. The devil made him sick. Yeah, but he said God gave him permission to. And if God gives uh, permission for you to be sick, you just ought to submit to the will. And as a full gospel preacher, talking to. You ought to just be willing to submit to the will of God. And that's the way I preach it to my crowd. I said, why don't you preach the whole book of Job to your crowd? Why don't you get over to the 42nd chapter when it tells how God turned his captivity? And I said, besides that, Job didn't go through life sick and suffering. The whole book of Job, all Bible scholars agree, happened in about nine months. Couldn't have been over a year. And it said God turned Job's captivity. He was in captivity to Satan. But thank God, God turned his captivity and set it free. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You better not say you guess you're God's Job, because if you are, you're going to get your healing. Job got healed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now then, notice the next verse. Let them, that's the 21st verse now, let them, them what? My words not depart from thine eyes. Now here he said you're supposed to look as well as listen. What does he say to listen to? My words. What does he say to look to or to look at? My words. Hallelujah. You're supposed to look as well as listen. Now then, you can call it what you want to, but it's thoroughly scriptural. If you are looking at God's word, and that word does not depart from before thine eyes, and this has to do with healing because he talks about health and medicine here in this next verse. My words are life unto those that find them, and my words are healing, and they're health, they're medicine to all of their flesh. All right? Get the words on healing. Get the words on health. Get God's word and look at it. Don't let it depart from before you. Don't look at anything else. Just look at that. All right then. If that word doesn't depart from before your eyes, and that word said, by whose stripes you were healed. And that Bible said, by whose stripes you were. Past tense. You were healed. First Peter 2.24. Then if that word doesn't depart from before your eyes, you're bound to see yourself well. Aren't you? Now you can call it whatever you want to. But you're bound to see yourself with what God says belongs to you if that word doesn't depart from before you. If you see yourself sick, if you see yourself unhealed, if you see yourself getting worse, if you see yourself being operated on, 
Well, that word's departed from your eyes. You're looking at something else. You're seeing yourself with something else. He said, don't let them, my words, depart from before thine eyes. Now, no one told me. I had no teaching on the subject. But I can remember when I was on the bed of affliction. Oh, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit, if he's your teacher, he's bound to lead you in line with the word because he's the author of this word. Isn't that right? I had no earthly teacher. And I didn't really realize that until afterwards that the Holy Spirit was leading me. It was an unconscious direction. But I remember that that was the turning point in my own case of me receiving healing for my body when I was on the bed of affliction. I laid there a year. I laid there 16 months altogether, but I laid there a year. It was in the month of March, and so that was the, that was the 12th month. The 12th month. And for, for those 11 months, I saw myself dead. Oh, I went through it a thousand times. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied 10,000 times. When you're at bed fast 24 hours a day with nothing else to do except to live with your physical symptoms and trouble, brother, you can think on it a lot. I saw myself getting worse. I saw myself dying. I'd been dead twice and come back. I went through it a thousand times. I lived it a thousand times afterwards to dying, even though it's a Christian, even though I knew where it was going if it did go. I saw myself dead. I saw it a thousand times in the nighttime when all the lights are out in the house and everybody's asleep. And I'm left alone with my own thoughts. Many a time, many a time, night after night, night after night, I saw myself dead. I saw my body. I saw the undertakers come and take it down to the funeral home. I saw them prepared for burial. I saw them put in the casket. I saw them break it back, bring it back out to the house. I saw them sit in the living room, you know. I saw the family gather around. I heard their tears, or their cries, and saw their tears. I heard the things they said. I saw it. I saw them go to the church. I saw them roll the casket down the aisle. I saw the preacher stand before the pulpit. I heard his sermon. I heard the songs they sang. I, I, I saw them go around the last time and look in the casket. I came along with them, looked there, and it was me. <laughs> I saw my face, cold and white. I saw myself dead. I saw him roll that casket up the aisle. I saw the pallbearer's cat put in the hearse. I saw him come down the old Highway 75 out of McKinney up here, you see, and turn off of it and go out to the old Forest Grove Cemetery. I could see it before we ever got there. I could see the new, new, new made grave, new dug grave. I saw him come down to the old family burial pot. I saw him set the casket there, you see, put the flowers around it, and have a little graveside rite, the final rite. I saw the friends leave, family leave, get in the car and go home. I saw the casket lowered into the box and the lid put on it. I heard the clods as they fell on the lid. I saw them fill it full of dirt, mound it up, lay the flowers out on it. I saw those flowers wither and die till it's all gone. I saw that grave in that old Forest Grove Cemetery. I saw myself dead. I saw the leaves on the trees finally wither and die till the trees stood bare. I saw the rain and cold and even the snow winter come. I saw the spring come, heard the birds sing. 
I saw the sun, summertime, with the sun beating down upon that grave. I saw myself dead. But somewhere, somewhere, and I can remember, it was after I read this scripture here. It was after I read this portion of scripture here. Let them not depart from before thine eyes. And somewhere or another, I knew this worked. I knew it would work. I didn't understand it. I never heard it preached. I was just a boy. Just a boy. Sixteen years old at the time. But I knew it's God's word. I knew he said my words is medicine. I knew he said it's health to all their flesh. That meant from the top of my head and sold my foot. I knew the doctor said five of them couldn't do a thing. I had to die. But I began to see myself well. Huh? And bless God, uh, when, when some of these attacks would come then, these heart attacks, and I'd seem to get worse, I'd laugh. Just laugh right in the face of them. I'd see myself right in the face of them. I'd see myself well. I asked myself the question, what would I be doing if I were up? I said, bless God, I'd be preaching. So I said, get me a tablet pencil. I started working me up some sermons. Never did preach them. They're unpreachable. <laughs> Still got some of them. I never did preach but one of them. It's a pretty good sermon. Preach it once in a while yet. <laughs> Glory to God. The only one out of the bunch is ever preachable. But man, I find I had a whole box full of these sermons. That's what I'm going to do. I saw myself well. Can you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, Glory to God. Oh. Don't let his words depart from before your eyes. Why? They're life. They're life. Keep them, he said, in the midst of thine heart. That means in the very core of your being, in your spirit, in your inner man. The psalmist said, thy word have I hid in my heart. O God, that I might not sin against thee. Now what's the result? What's the results? Thank God God's word produces results, folks. Praise God. There are results. What are the results? They, my words, are life unto those that find them. And here we want to emphasize this part. And they, my words, are health or medicine to all their flesh. Praise the Lord. All their flesh. I believe it. As a Baptist boy, I got it from the Baptist. As a Baptist boy on the bed of affliction, I wrote in the fly leaf of my Bible in red ink. I still got the backs worn off that old Bible long ago, but I still got the Bible. The ink's faded, but it's still there. You can see it. Doesn't look red, but it's there. It looks all purple now. My motto, the Bible says it, I believe it, that settles it. Praise the Lord. And to me, when I read this, it's God's word. I believe it. That settles it. That settles it. That settles it. That, that's the end of it. No use discussing it anymore. That's it. They, my words, are, are health. They're medicine to all their flesh. Somebody asked me some time ago, said, Brother Higgins said, are you ever sick? I said, no. No, never. Praise the Lord. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Just uh, now, now, I said, I'll tell you, I said, and this is a preacher, too. Full gospel <laughs> preacher. Spirit filled preacher. Started praying for the sick. He said, I'll tell you what I take. I found out it helps me just so much, you know. And, and he gave me a long rigmarole what he's taking. Keep him going. So he could preach divine healing. 
He said, uh, uh, what do you take? I said, I take what I preach. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. If it don't work for me, I don't know how in the world it work for anybody else. Yeah, but do you ever just feel a little draggy or something? Well, I said, not often. Well, yeah, but if you do, you know, feel a little under the weather, as we say, said, what do you do? I said, I double up on my Bible reading. I just double the dose. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, Amen. Just double the dose. Just double up on the Bible reading. That's what I do. Double up on the medicine. It just works wonders. <laughs> Praise God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer. Backed by popular demand, it's Lynette's Bargain Bag, and it features resources all about healing. The Healers in Your House Slimline Book, Seven Hindrances to Healing Mini Book, The Executing the Basics of Healing Book, all three by Ken Hagen. Plus, Keys to Scriptural Healing Slimline Book, and the book God's Word on Divine Healing and Healing Faith on CD by Kenneth E. Hagen. All for the incredible bargain price of $19.95. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And ladies, kindle the flame. My women's conference is coming up September the 26th through the 28th. I'll tell you what, it's like no other women's conference you've ever been to. That's for sure. That's right, because I didn't even like women's conferences. So it's no. different than any other women's conference. Come out, you will have an awesome time. And you can register for the women's yeah. conference right now online. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of this series by Kenneth E. Hagen. That's next week, right here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.